0: On our own, we have purpose. Everywhere around us is pressure, and it never, ever stops. We need help. We need to reach out to others. We need to reach out to family. We need to reach out to opportunities and services and organizations to help fight the pressure to stay on purpose. That's what this show is about. Ray Burrell, next. And the heat is on. Let's get cooking. This is Purpose Under Pressure. It's brought to you by the Ruby Group, Sandler Sales Training, serving sales professionals nationwide from their Akron and Columbus, Ohio locations. They are one of the, and I don't mean top 10, I mean one of the highest performing Sandler Sales Training affiliates in the nation. And there's a reason for that. They will make a difference for you and your team. You should check them out online at the rubygroup.sandler.com. On the show today, the director of operations for Dutch Creek Foods in Sugar Creek, Ohio. You're wondering what that is. You'll recognize the brand at Dare Dutchman Restaurants. And whenever I think of that, I think of chicken and mashed potatoes. And it's just so good. So he's also a team coaching and development ambassador with Lodestar Guidance, which is a monthly character based leadership training program looking to empower employees to live and lead effectively around these parts. We call that On Purpose. Welcome Ray Burrell to Purpose Under Pressure.
1: Well, hi, Brian. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to get into this with you. Um, I've been watching you now on YouTube for a little while now, thanks to Jordan. Um, so you're the one and, that's watching. Uh, I it, knew it's, someone it's just awesome to be here. So thank you. That was you. All right, we finally
0: know that. I'm just kidding. That's cool. <laughs> thank you very much. And Jordan, you talk about Jordan Jordan Mullet yeah. also from Sandler Training. Um, uh, you and I got together. We have that mutual acquaintance, and that's pretty cool because he's a legend. Good. Good dude. And he's, he's been on the show as well yes. in the past. So Ray, this is about pressure. And uh, when we got that. together, yeah, you were, yeah. you talked to me a lot about, and not about pressure, about purpose. Talked to me a lot about things we're trying to do in our lives and things we're trying to do to better others and better ourselves. What's your purpose? Let's get into it.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. Um, you know, for me, I, I, I recognize, um, a long time ago that I think that, um, helping others, serving others is something that, that I'm passionate about. You know, I think that, um, a desire, um, you know, it burns inside of you, you know, when you, when there's something that you like to do something that you get into, you can just feel it inside and helping other people, something that I've always had a desire to do and leading teams. And I recognize that early on in my career and, you know, I've, you know, I started out, um, sweeping floors and, you know, now I'm leading people and, and it gives me that platform, that opportunity to do that. And I just, I really enjoy doing it and that's why I'm here and that's why I do what I do.
0: Tell me about that. Tell me about starting sweeping floors and where you are now. Was that all on purpose? Was that part of the plan?
1: Well, uh, getting a job was on purpose. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I started out, you know, honestly uh, on a, a pretty rough path, um, as most of us do. Um, you know, not all of us are born with a silver spoon in our mouth. You know, my mom abandoned me when I was about five years of age. My dad was an alcoholic. Um, You know, by seventh, eighth grade, I was smoking cigarettes and and, uh, drinking beer and, you know, I knew that I had no business smoking cigarettes and drinking beer, but I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any direction. Uh, By the time I got to high school, I was doing drugs and, um, you know, I thought, you know, I didn't need school. I didn't need anybody telling me what to do. And unfortunately, I dropped out of school. you know, I hit rock bottom at that point, and I was about 20 years old. And I remember uh, getting on my knees and praying to God and asking him for a sign. And it wasn't too much uh, longer. It was actually that summer, mm. maybe about a month and a half later, I met my uh, soon to be wife. Uh, and she really uh, was the reason I think that really turned my life around. And, um, you know, I get emotional a lot of times when I think about that. And sometimes it's hard to share that story. But uh, she I believe that it was, um, it was a, um, divine intervention. Uh, we're still together almost 30 years. We got two beautiful children and, uh, it really put me on that course, uh, to change my life. It gave me a reason. It gave me a why to, uh, to do something. And, you know, um, Throughout that period, I went back to school, I got my diploma, you know, I put myself through college, um, but, you know, I had to start out in a in a in a very uh, um, low position, you know, Um, you know, my skill set was very minimal at the time I started I got a job. Um, sweeping floors and I worked my way up, you know, and I, I, started, uh, um, reading books and, you know, fortunately for me, I had a, a couple good mentors in my first job and I ended up working there for 20 years and I, you know, I climbed the ladder and had the opportunity to uh, leave there as a manager. And, uh, from there, uh. Um, I was able to join the uh, Dutchman hospitality group and lead a fabulous team. Um, we've got an incredible president now that's running our company and, um, you know, he is in alignment, um, very much so with, uh, the morals and the values that I stand for as well. And the company itself truly is, it's still a family owned and operated business, um, and, and caring about people customers. I mean, hospitality is everything. And, um, it's just as important to care about our employees as well. And now that I have that opportunity, um, leading people, I take every opportunity that I can, um, to teach yeah. and educate them as well. And that's kind of where lodestar guidance came in. Um, I had an opportunity in 2018, um, to, uh, meet Paul Weaver. Um, and, uh, you know, since then, uh, we've become good friends. Uh, he is the, um, Founder of Lodestar Guidance, he was the CEO and owner of uh, Weaver Leather, and um, you know since then uh, I, I've really uh, um, just tried to do everything I can um, to help people get better, and Lodestar Guidance helps me to do that.
0: So why why is that? So you were at rock bottom, you you were you were you were crumbling under the pressure. Yeah, you got. You found some purpose yeah, in yeah. in someone who loved you, and you wanted to give back. How did mm-hmm. that manifest yes. itself? So that mm-hmm. now you want to help others accomplish great things as well and be great leaders. What was the switch there?
1: Well, I think that um, it was the it was the desire to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew what I didn't mm. have. You know, I think sometimes. In life, you um, you know I heard a story one time, and I, you know I don't want to take up too much of your time, but this uh, story uh, this this uh, reporter interviewed these two gentlemen, and one was very successful. Uh, they were twin brothers, uh, actually. That one was very successful, and had been married for twenty years, and he had beautiful, healthy children. He had a very good career. His twin brother, you know, he was you know uh, an alcoholic, yeah. um, divorced several times, bankrupt, it, just in a, in a very very unfortunate situation, you know, and this reporter said, well, wow, how did you guys get here? You know, and and they both had the same reply Hmm. and they said that, you know, it's by watching my dad, you know, so... Um, you know, I love I love uh, you know, I, even to this day my mom has passed away. I haven't had the I've never had the opportunity to have a relationship with her, but um, you know, God puts people in your lives for certain situations. Um, and even though they may to you feel as if um, you know, it doesn't make sense and you just don't understand why uh, you're in the situation that you're in, there's a reason for that. And I truly believe my faith guides me and directs me. And, you know, I have a Strong relationship with our with my heavenly Father, and I know um, there is not a doubt in my mind um, that uh, God isn't real, and He works in our lives each and every day. And sometimes um, those answers don't come soon enough, but if you have faith and and you and you walk by faith, um, you know those answers come in time.
0: And so I'm wondering about Lodestar. Do do you see that as as you helping to use it to fulfill others' purpose? Or do you see it as a way to help you fulfill your purpose? Or are you just trying to get Lodestar out into as many people as they can so that they can do with it what you will? What what is your purpose now with Lodestar?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a good question, Brian. I think that uh, all the above. Um, I, I think that organizations right now are struggling. You know, I know. Um, you know, for myself um, and, and other and other business owners, uh, whether you are an entrepreneur, or an entrepreneur, you own a business or you work for a business, uh, we've seen. Uh, I, I think it was magnified. Oh, yeah. um, at, During COVID and and since, it's just been a very challenging um, atmosphere, primarily in hospitality, but in all sectors. um, uh, You know, staffing is a really big challenge. And, um, but here's the one thing
0: you You can't control anything other than what you do. You can't control everything,
1: right? Um, You know, in business, a lot of times you hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. In business, a lot of times you hear the, a lot of buzzwords, right? Like control the controllables. Um, you know, we don't have control over who the president's going to be. We don't have control over who, you know, if taxes go up or go down. We don't have control over a lot of these things. So we need to control what we can. And, and you know, in culture is one of those things that we have to be intentional about, and we have to be deliberate about. And we can do that. We can do that with our leadership. You know, and and then we have to. Um, You know, communicate that to our team members. uh, You know, that's you know, boots on the ground. Our supervisors get all the way down to you know every employee, and we can do that. We can do that with um, you know um, deliberate, intentional um, work, and it does take work. You know, I would I I would be lying to you if I said that it didn't take work. But I'm telling you that the um, the the benefits and the rewards from it uh, are just. Uh, it, it would not make sense uh, for a business to not uh, take the time to invest in their people and invest in their culture I'm interested what
0: what's more important the culture of the business down so that the employees understand what they're all about and can participate in the future of the business or is the culture of the business defined by the employees up so that the culture of the employees define what the business actually does. I imagine Lodestar works on
1: both different places, but where do we think uh, the biggest impact can come? Uh, Definitely top down. I think that, Here's what's going to happen if you don't take deliberate, intentional steps to create that culture, it's going to uh, it's going to create itself. Um, you know, it's like a cancer that spreads. If you know, if you don't have control and you're not deliberate and you're not intentional, like I said, um, the culture is going to create. and And that's why you have to be deliberate uh, in, your, in your interviewing process. You have to be deliberate and intentional um, with the team members that you bring on. You know, and but here's the thing. You know, there are some, you know, this is why I love Floatstar so much. There's 48 principles, you know, and, you know, taking the time to invest in your people, uh, because frankly, some of us, you know, I, you know, I didn't have those principles. I didn't have those values um, navigating me at, at an early age. I had to be taught those things um some some people have more than others you know um but I- at the end of the day when you have uh, an organization and you're willing to invest in your people um and you share with them you mentor with them you recognize the areas that they're strong in and you help guide them along in the areas that they're not and you and you um communicate with them you build them up and you create that culture that you're looking for you know it's very difficult for small business owners a lot of times that you know when you have a small business you have a lot of control um over what's going on a lot of times you're there you're invested in it you you know you're with Mm -hmm. the team and you do initially create that culture right but what happens a lot of times is you know when you want to walk away from that you want to you want to make sure that that culture is going to remain you know and how do you do that well lodestar guidance can help you to do that you know and and there's other there you know i'm I'm, this isn't a sell on lodestar there are other um you know great uh things that can can do that as well but uh you know i'm just saying specifically um you know i know lodestar works um you know I, i teach it and i share that with as many people as i can
0: what are the pressures then that come on a company? A company is, is growing and hiring and moving forward and doing things on purpose for the right reasons and, and instills this culture and everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. Pressures come, COVID comes, a recession comes, uh, opportunity mm-hmm. comes that some businesses mm-hmm. are just like, yeah, I'll take that, right? Mm-hmm. What are the pressures that can impact the mm-hmm. organization that then impacts the employees? Does that make sense? Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, some of the things that I said, you know, earlier um, when it comes to the things that we can't control, they do have an impact on us. You know, sometimes storms come, right? You know, it's like. I'm thinking like Enron. Enron wasn't always a bad company, but somewhere
0: along the line, it got off track. And all the employees then were, Correct. were left holding the bag, right? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, mm-hmm. I would say that, that would, there were unethical practices that took place. You know, um, that's why you have to have a strong uh, leadership team from the get go. You know, you have to be united, you know, in, in your mission uh, and communication is key to that. And and having a tight knit community and that's what culture is. Right. It's a tight knit community, whether it doesn't matter who you are in the, within the organization. Right. Um, you're a community together, you're a culture together, and you cultivate that by communication each and every day. And there are going to be outside pressures, you know, you know, with inflation, um, with so many different things that you don't really have control over, but what you do have control over, like I said earlier, is our culture and that communication. And it comes, I believe from the top down. Yeah. And you had
0: mentioned about, I think you said, am I right? 48 different steps. Principles. So a principle is a law, and it's the, it's, a, the way yeah, it goes, but we humans yeah. like to rank things. If there were one or two of those principles that were just mm-hmm. the other, you know, like almost like the Ten Commandments. I think George Carlin said, you know, there's two. The rest of them, I don't know. Um, yeah. it, Are there one or two that really <clears> guide <throat> yeah. that if a business is out there yeah. going, I want to know what the two things that are, are that I can do to instill a better culture in my organization or better leadership in my people, what would those be? say on the rule, only decision makers can get other people to make decisions. Each and every day, we have a decision to make. Also, when we're with buyers in our sales process, we have a decision to make how we're going to lead that interaction. And if I'm somebody that can make daily commitments and keep those daily commitments, then when I'm with buyers, I expect them to make commitments and keep those commitments to me throughout that sales process. So first and foremost, I have to have a decided heart in order to lead other people to make the decisions that I'm expecting them to make. Yeah, there are one or two that really <coughs> yeah. guide that if a business is out there yeah. going, I want to know what the two things that are that I can do to instill a better culture in my organization or better leadership in my people. What would those be?
1: Tell me more. Extreme ownership, right? Is it the book I read? Yep. Extreme ownership. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I I hope uh, our president gets to see this because, you know, it's funny that we're even talking about this right now. Just about a month ago, we we had a we had a meeting and and he shared with us, uh, Hmm. you know, um, the topic of extreme ownership. But it's absolutely essential, you know, and you have to build that. You you know, if you if you have children, right, um, you understand the. Enormous responsibility that comes from having children, and also the responsibility in rearing them in the right way and helping them to understand ownership. I mean, everything in life comes down to it, you know you have to take responsibility for yourself and and that's where ownership comes in you know it's biblical and and at the end of the day um if there's one principle that stands out to me uh it stands out within you know for each individual and as well as the organization it's going to be ownership yeah
0: and, and define ownership for me. I want to make sure that people understand what we're talking about. When it comes to ownership, it's, it's not that I have to do what the company says, or, or is it? What, what, what defines ownership at the employee level of an organization?
1: Yeah. Ownership. It's everything. It's your integrity. It's what you say. It's what you do. You know, you know, being responsible for yourself. You know, you know, if you win, you you accept responsibility for winning. You know, if you lose, you have to put it on yourself. You know, it's just part of taking ownership is is is, it encompasses everything about what is you.
0: And can I take ownership at any level? So you were you you swept floors. You're now the director of operations at Dutch at, at Dutch Creek uh foods can i take ownership all the way across the line or is there certain things that look that's his responsibility that's not for me
1: how do i take ownership as when i'm sweeping the floor you have to take ownership for everything you take ownership the moment your feet hit the floor when you get out of bed as your you know you make these decisions in life and you know every decision every choice that you make has an outcome and you know taking ownership i mean we can we can pass the buck and we can blame the outside world for why things happened, you know, but at the end of the day, it's up to us. It's up to us to, it doesn't matter. You know, you know, when I, mm-hmm. we started out talking, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm telling you my story about, you know, poor, poor, pitiful me. And, you know, this is what happened to me. Well, you know what, there's a lot worse things that happen to other people. And I recognized that too. when I got older and my wife and I got together and she, you know, she was a sounding board for me and we talked and, and, and that's really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It does not matter, Brian, what happens to you. What matters is what you're going to do about it. And it's all that's what ownership is all about. You know, I can sit here, I can go crawl in the corner, and I can blame the outside world for everything that has happened in my life and not take responsibility, not take accountability for it. But it's not going to get me anywhere. So, you know, yes, bad things happen. Bad things happen to everybody. And it's up to us to make the decision to make the future brighter. And we do that by the decisions we make, the choices we make. And the only way that that happens is by taking ownership
0: what happens when the storm comes though? So here's the pressure. So I'm sweeping the floors and I'm doing my best, but then the bills need paid or mm-hmm. uh, I get sued for some reason or a health issue comes. And all of a sudden, I'm, am I thinking about shortcuts? Am I thinking about getting home a little early mm-hmm. to take care of things? Am I thinking about taking care of whatever I've got to take care of personally and I leave the ownership part of work behind? Am I, is my purpose as a on-purpose ownership employee to take care of myself?
1: Or is it to take care of the company? And how, how do those two go together? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question. I think at the end of the day, you have to be responsible for yourself. You have to take accountability for yourself, but you also have to recognize that those same pressures that you're facing, everyone else is facing. And the, the moment that you recognize that and you realize that, you're going to have more of a servant- heart, a servant attitude, and you're going to focus on others. When you focus on others, it takes a lot of that pressure off of yourself because you know that we're all in the same boat when we're all facing the same struggles together and we work towards helping one another out. And I think that, um, Look, it's going to rain. Storms come day. You know, days follow nights, though, right? When you go through a winter time, you know, and you can be rest assured that springtime is going to follow. So, when we're going through hard times, you know, I had to talk to my son. High school hard son going through uh, high school, especially nowadays. Now. Holy cow! You know, and yeah, yeah, it, it's tough. Yeah. You know, it's tough. For a uh, absolutely, Hmm. Brian. I mean, kids today, I can't even imagine the pressures that they face, you know, in middle school and high school with social media and, you know, depression is at an all time high. And, you know, the, the truth is these hard times come. But if you can give them some hope and you give them some faith it's going to pass. All things do. And, you know, when we go through these storms in our lives, when we have these dark nights, having a little bit of faith, you know, and and that's where... We as people, as a community can help one another, you know, and part of that comes back, all circles back around the culture. You know, when we're having hard times and we have fellow team members that are having hard times, we need to be there for one another. You know, and that's the only way that we're going to get through the the storms, you know, is to reassure one another, to give each other hope, to let each other know that there's a better day ahead. And, and we can do that. And, you know, um, a cult, having a good culture is going to help lead to that as well.
0: And these are the things that Lodestar kind of preaches. And I'm interested in your relationship with Lodestar. Do you train others? Do you use this at, at Dutch Creek for your, for the employees that you manage? How do how do how do you use Lodestar in your daily life? And how can others use you to access Lodestar? How does that work?
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, at, being a part of Low Star yeah. now for the last three years, it's kind of in my DNA now. Right. You know, you know, I, I practice it as much as I can. And no, I'm not perfect. Right. None of us are, you know, and I fall and I and, and we do, you know. Um, but it's not about that. It's about getting back up. It's about recognizes, recognizing your own errors and judgment at times and just working on being a better person today than I was yesterday. And what can I do today to improve the lives of others? And Lodestar guidance helps to do that. Um, we've helped more than a hundred different companies and organizations in more than nine states. Um, you know, our sales last year increased by fifty percent. So we know that there's a need for that. Um, I think that you know, in the United States today, what we need is a cultural revolution, and uh, it starts with the individual. You know, um, building a strong foundation, and then leading and helping raise your family with that same strong foundation and then you can build that out right and then you can help your neighbors and you can help your community and then you help your states and then you help your country and Low Star guidance helps us to do that whether it's at home whether it's in business whether it's in church um it's their their principles right and you know principles are truths and they're 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 values that help guide us um you know and navigate us through life.
0: If someone wants to learn more about Lodestar through you, how would they reach out to you or uh, uh, talk to you about this at all?
1: Yeah. No, no. Um, you can go to lodestarguidance.com or you can call me personally on my cell phone. It is 330-323-4059 or you can find me on LinkedIn at uh, Raymond Burrell at LinkedIn. Ray, I, you know, one of the things I love about doing this show, and I didn't
0: anticipate this when I created it. But I learned so much. And the thing I'm learning again and again and again yeah. is that this whole purpose under pressure thing, pressure never takes mm-hmm. a break. It's constantly mm-hmm. constantly beating down on you. And here's yeah. what I've learned, and you 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 said it today and we're going to I'm going to repeat it. You can't battle pressure on your own. When you do, it knocks you down. I don't care how strong you are. No. I, I, I'm learning that. I think I always thought I was Superman, Iron Man. Nothing, just keep going, going, going. But you know what? You can't. You, you need. You need your wife, <laughs> or you need your family, or you need now your community, out, or in yeah. this case, you might need Loadstar, like a professional service to to help you through. But life, man, it just keeps coming like the midday sun. Right. And unless you reach out and ask for help, or or rely on someone, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're going to be in trouble. And and the purpose has to live out. And mm-hmm. so it's important. Whether it's Lodestar, right. whether it's your family, whether it's your pastor, whether it's your boss, whether it's your son or daughter,
1: talk to someone and say, "How do we overcome mm-hmm. this together?" Right. That's right. Yeah, we have to be here for one another. You know, we're not an island, and, and I, God never intended us to be one. You know, we're here as an extension of one another. You know, we're all connected in some in some way, and uh, it's it's um, yeah. it, it's selfish to to think. Uh, otherwise, I mean, we have to be here for one another and, um, you know, having principles and values will help to guide us, you know, early on in my career, if it wasn't for the mentors who know where, I, who, who knows where I would be today, you know, it was other people that surrounded me, you know, from my wife, uh, and from, you know, mentors in my life, you know, that came around, surrounded me, helped me. Helped lift me up, gave me hope, gave me a reason, gave me a why to get up each and every day, you know. And then, you know, and then it starts to compound. Then you start to have children. Then you start to have a few few wins here and there. And then it gives you more and more uh, encouragement to to want to work harder and and to to want to be better. And I know that where I am in in, in my life today. I know that it's possible for other people and it's my life's mission to help other people that are struggling, to help other people that may just need a little hope, you know, like you were just saying a little bit ago. And, and if I have that um, opportunity, I'm going to take every opportunity I have to do that inspirational thank
0: you ray burrell with dutch creek foods and with lodestar and uh thank you for sharing your story and and your vulnerability and uh and helping people to realize that that they can't overcome these pressures too so thank you for being a guest so this is purpose under pressure thank you ray burrell dutch creek foods and lodestar guidance our guest on purpose under pressure this show is brought to you by the ruby group sandler sales training i say it a lot and it's because i'm just so proud that they're part of this they get it And folks, uh, if your business needs help with Lodestar and management and leadership, uh, even sales training, reach out to someone. And if Sandler Sales Training and the Ruby Group happen to be those folks, go ahead and do it. They help you succeed on purpose. You will find all past episodes of Purpose Under Pressure at strategiescom slash podcast and wherever you stream your podcasts. We do this every week and we will see you next time. And we will see you next time on Purpose.